Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 962. Another hot day here in Melbourne, Australia. First day out of lockdown and I think it's feeling good. It's feeling good to me. And you know, I haven't been out for a few days now. The car was looking very much like uh, like it did during lockdown where I only go somewhere every now and then. I mean, the kids are back at school now, uh, so um, that's good, but their mum takes them to school these next few days, so the car is still sitting there. I need to go out uh, tonight for a group session, but um, otherwise life is pretty much as normal uh, for me. I'm Zooming classes if people can't attend, and uh, if people are are coming in, then, you know, I'm seeing people face-to-face. So back to face-to-face this morning. And um, I've got a bit of a, a break in my day, actually, uh, right now. So I thought I'd record this early. It's kind of mid-morning. And um, it's given me an opportunity to get more things done, which is a, a, an exciting prospect. I mean, we just need to uh, keep progressing and getting things done to... Uh, give us that sense of accomplishment and uh, that's what the last few days have felt like. It's been really good. And one of the things I'm thinking about today is I caught some of the Australian Open tennis last night. They're into the quarterfinals now and I love just studying success and looking at what drives people to be successful. And um, so Nadal, who was going for his 21st, Grand Slam title was playing last night and playing a guy called, um, I might get the name pronunciation wrong, I think it's Sitsipas, um, I think it's from Greece with a name like that. And uh, I switched off the TV, so I needed, it was around 10 o'clock to get to sleep and Nadal was two games up, no, two sets up, sorry. And he was, looked like he was in control of the third set. Woke up this morning and heard the news that he lost in a five sets, a four hour match to Sitsipas. And I laid there for a moment thinking about it and thinking, wow, I was watching his performance last night and uh, like he was just so powerful, so strong, so much in control. And you think, what happened? Did he get tired? Or did the other guy, Sitsipas, did he just step up? I haven't seen any of the match today. But this is where you think about, um, I think the, the record showed that Nadal has won way more times than Sitsipas when they've um, matched up against each other before. So you're two sets down, your back's against the wall, you've got this concept of thinking, man, if I'm going to win this, then I've probably got to play for another couple of hours. So many people would be, I'm done. You know, I'm, I, every shot I'm hitting over the net, he's whacking back and I'm losing, I'm doing my best. Now that's what most people would do. But what this guy obviously did was said, no, that's, that's not what I'm going to do here. I'm going to find another level. I'm going to dig deep and find the magic to pull off a win. 
And now whether he, whether he goes on to uh, to play and uh, you know win the whole thing, we'll see. Um, but I would have thought Nadal uh, would have won last night, especially given how on top he was. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear you know what happened. But then you look at other great sporting moments, okay? And uh, you can jump on YouTube and you can Google great sporting moments and a whole range of different moments will come up. But they're just, you know, like split-second moments, whether it's the, the hitting of a baseball out of the stadium or, in, you know, over the fence, whether it's a, a classic catch in cricket, whether it's a, um, a three-point uh, basketball shot on the buzzer or the same thing with a hockey goal or... Um, an NFL um, footy throw and a catch right at the last second and a touchdown to, you know, win a Super Bowl. You know, there are so many different moments, but each moment, and the number of soccer goals, uh, like there's this this guy, uh, Messi, M-E-S-S-I. If you want to look at some remarkable stuff, just Google him on or search for him on YouTube and you watch some of the magic that he does. Ronaldo's the same, but I think Messi's rated as a, you know, more of a, a greater player than Ronaldo. But just have a look at either of those guys and see what it is that they do on the soccer field. It's, it's just unbelievable. Now, they're moments that are in time, but there's always a backstory, isn't there? And that's what I'm interested in. Yes, the moments are fantastic, but I'd love to study what leads to those moments and every single person has a story don't they every single person has gone through adversity so that they can achieve those greatness moments i've heard uh, many different stories if we stick with basketball for a moment about kobe bryant who's no longer with us uh, lebron james uh, michael jordan now Depending on who you are, people say LeBron James is the best basketball that's ever lived. Some people say, well, no, that's Michael Jordan. Other people say, no, that's Larry Bird or uh, whoever. But the point is, I've heard uh, uh, LeBron James and uh, Kobe Bryant uh, talk about this. Now, yeah, uh, unbelievable athletes, unbelievably consistent, great point scorers. You watch some of their their moves on the basketball court and it just blows your mind that that's possible, what they do. You watch some of Michael Jordan's shots. Uh, unbelievable. But what you don't see with that shot is the work that's gone into it and the hours of practice and the, um, you know, LeBron James showing up two hours before a game to practice and do a workout and do all those things. Kobe Bryant, the same thing. First one there. Last one to leave. And yeah, there's the skill that enables him to, or them, to do what it is that they do. But it's the work ethic that makes them perform in those top moments. Making that three-point shot when it really counts. And what I love about these moments of greatness is when you understand that there is so much that goes behind those great moments. And... Many of us can look at those moments and say, wow, what if that was me? I wish that was me. What if I was like that? I know certainly as a kid growing up, I used to think, wow, 
thinking about being, uh, you know, kicking that goal on the siren in the AFL footy and think, well, you know, it's just a sport. But I used to think about that, that feeling of uh, excitement and being able to, you know, win something on the buzzer when you're against all odds. Because yeah, let's face it, everybody loves a, an underdog. But think about those moments and how you can transfer that energy into your own life. And I want you to think about this. You've got to have a great work ethic. You've got to work hard. You've got to keep pushing every single day to achieve what it is that you want to achieve in any area of your life, no matter what it is. It could be something small for you but or seem insignificant to you but if it's important, well, sorry, I've said that the wrong way. Maybe it's important to you, but you might feel that it's insignificant to others. But it's important to you. So work at it every single day. Work to get better at it every single day. Study the best people in the area that you want to get better every day. Study them, listen to them, reach out to them. It's easier nowadays on social media you can just send people messages and sometimes they'll get back to you, sometimes they won't. Uh, but it's possible for you to do that. Um, like I've had a conversation with Michelle Bridges, for instance, via Instagram. Um, it's just a matter of reaching out to people. So here's the thing. Great moments happen, but it's the people that create the great moments. And what I think we need to take away from this is don't just expect things to show up for you. You've got to make them happen. And that's only going to happen when you are consistent, when you set those high goals for yourself. You clearly articulate what it is that they are, why they're so important to you, and you keep driving every day to get there. And yeah, you're going to have some bad days. This is why you need coaching to help pick you up on those days or keep pushing you so that you can keep on driving forward. I mean, any of those successful sporting moments that I've spoken about, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that behind every single one of those great moments sits a number of different coaches, a number of different support staff, um, you know, family members, all of that that sit behind the person they're the one that may be collecting the accolades and doing all that, but there are so, so many people, such a big team that sits behind them that enables them to perform and do what it is that they do. That's not to detract from what it is that they do, but what it, it shows you is that if you want to be successful on the high, um, sorry, at a high level, in the best in what it is that you want to be, on the world stage, you will not do it alone. It's just as simple as that. You cannot do it alone. Not in this day and age, really not ever. You have to have those right, those right people around you. Along with that, you have to have an incredible work ethic. You just have to. You have to be relentless in what it is that you want, in the pursuit of your goal. Now, does that mean that there's no life balance and all that kind of stuff. Well, you've heard me talk about work-life balance before. I think it def depends on how you define the word balance. Uh, but one thing's for sure, it involves sacrifice. 
You won't speak to any successful person that says there hasn't been sacrifice at some point. And sometimes that means sacrificing some family time, some relationship time to do what it is that you need to do. Um, but in the long run, your success that is going to fulfill you is going to make you that better person because you've achieved something that's been super important for you. That doesn't mean that you burn bridges and you destroy lives and do all that on the way through to it. You need to find your way of being able to connect all the dots from success to where you are right now. Because like Steve Jobs says, you can only connect the dots by looking back. And sometimes in order to move forward, you need to look backwards and see what it is that you were doing. What have you been doing? And how is that working out for you? And I guarantee you, everybody like Nadal, for instance, he would look at last night's match and see what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? And yet, maybe he was outplayed. But he will know in his heart of hearts that he could have won that match. And it's just a case of what's he going to learn from that? Yeah, he's hungry. He still loves the game. He wants to get more grand slams. But he's constantly learning. Learning about the plays from um, the player he played against. And um, yeah, maybe it's fitness, maybe it's a, a whole range of different things, but he'll keep learning from it. And that's what we need to do as well. Every day, learning, creating the best version of ourselves, but being relentless. And you know, we've just come out of a five-day lockdown and the different conversations I'm having with people are ranging from people have just shut everything down and said, do you know what? I'm kind of just going to go on a bit of a holiday. I'm as in, you know, not do anything, just watch TV, just, you know, take the foot off the gas, not be focused on health and fitness, not be focused on work, nothing. You've got others that are incredibly focused and if not more so than they were, some that are just happy to continue through as the, the way that they, they were going. There are so many different approaches to the way that we live our lives. For many years, I feel like I was just on the treadmill, not going anywhere. So to be working hard, being consistent, but not actually going anywhere. I was accumulating wealth. I was um, you know, achieving um, those types of goals. Um, I was still healthy and fit, but I wasn't truly achieving uh, fulfillment is probably the best way of saying it. And it wasn't until I worked out that I needed to work harder and work smarter and really become a, a master at identifying goals and why they are important to me. That's when my life started to change. We've constantly got to assess why we want to do things. What's our purpose? Why do we want to do it? And then commit ourselves like hell to it so that we can achieve it. This is why I love those great sporting moments because you, I love, as I said at the start, I like to look behind those great moments and see what did it take. Like Tom Brady, there's a lot of people that love Tom Brady. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't like him because of the deflate gate and all of those sort of scandals that existed around him. So Tom Brady, NFL player, just um, competed in his 10th Super Bowl. He's now won seven, I think. 
Uh, that's got to be some kind of record. Some people call him the greatest quarterback of all time. He's at age 43, still at the top of his game. And uh, he's playing again next year. And I look at the story behind him and what drives him to succeed. And uh, it's also what I like about uh, Roger Federer is the way that he conducts himself on the court and uh, his, I guess, longevity in the sport. And one of the big things that drives him is his love for the game. He just loves it so much. He just has to play. And Tom Brady's like that too. He doesn't play for the money, even though I'm sure the money is very nice. He doesn't need any more money. And he's not the highest play, paid uh, player in the NFL, even though he probably brings in the most dollars and so forth. But um, he loves the game. He just loves to play. He loves to compete. And I love that energy in people. Uh, because those that play for the money in any sport or do anything just for the money are not going to be successful and truly fulfilled in the long run. The bottom line here today is that those great sporting moments come from a whole bunch of work of years and years in the background of great work ethic, hours and hours of practice, of coaching, of errors, mistakes, same thing, um, injuries, heartache, disappointment, to enable you to dig deep when you really need to. Now, most of us are never going to compete on the world stage like that or even for once in our life or even do it consistently. So when you can transfer this to what success looks like in your own life, you know, you're going to step up in these hard times because of everything that you've put yourself through, because of all the practice, because of your work ethic, because of everything that you have learnt in the past to get you to that particular moment. And you know, what are those moments look like for you? Because we think about sport and we think, oh, well, I'm not really into sport, so I can't really relate that to my life. It could be just your own health and fitness transformation. It could be a case of you're lying in bed this morning, you know you want to get up and exercise, but you don't because you're tired and it's easier to stay in bed because, geez, that pillow is so nice, it's comfortable and you're tired and so why not? You just do it later. But you know that with that mindset, there's other things that come with that and you take that through other areas of your life. So then, yeah, you get up later and maybe yeah, when you were planning to do the workout, something, something else comes up and so you delay it again. And then it gets too late in the day and you think, well, actually, no, I won't do it, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and the same thing happens again. You're standing in the pantry and think, oh, I need to grab a piece of fruit, but actually look at those things there. Oh, they look good. I'm going to have a slice of cake or I'm going to do, you know, have some cookies or whatever. So those, those traits from staying in bed in the morning, lead to other things. You know, not getting up in the morning and, and making your bed, leaving your room messy or the house messy or whatever before you go to work. That is a sign that there's other things that are going to happen through the day where you don't have a high standard for, uh, you know, the way that you're living or what it is that you're doing. And that might sound silly. You might say, well, what's it matter if you make your bed or not? You're going to get back into it at some stage later 
in the day anyway, so what does it really matter? Well, it matters to me because I believe it's the standard that you set for yourself and the way that you start your day. It's very, very easy to make your bed, right? Very easy. So my thinking is, well, I can start my day doing something really easy, really well, really successfully, really quickly, and know that I'm starting my day with a great start. And to me, if I haven't made my bed in the morning, then it's like, well, I feel like I'm not getting off to the right start. Where else am I not gonna make my bed during the day? As in, I use that metaphorically. So is it not keeping my desk clean and keeping it cluttered? And when my desk is cluttered, I know that things are getting on top of me. Is it not responding to messages? Is it um, not doing the work that I said that I would be doing at a particular time in my schedule? Is it not eating when I should be eating? Is it not drinking enough water? Is it having something that I am eating something that I shouldn't be eating, but I am eating? Is it not supplementing myself properly? You know, all of those things. And again, you might say, but we're talking about making your bed, but it's a habit. And that habit of not doing something can lead to other things in your life where you're not doing things. So again, think back to, I'm talking about high performance here and those golden moments that you see in sport and relating those things to your normal everyday life. And it can start by making your bed. It can then start your day by getting that great exercise in. Every single client that I have that starts either at 5 a.m. in the morning through to um, you know, probably, let's say, up to 9 o'clock, say, before people are starting work, every single person says, wow, this gives my day such a great start because I know I've done my exercise, I feel great, and they then go forth in the day and feel like they want to drink more water, they want to eat better. Pardon me, they want to eat better. They have a better mindset, a better clarity, a better sense of focusing in creating goals and achieving things. And that's really important for us. So I know it might sound like something that's unachievable for you because you're never going to achieve one of sports televised great moments that might be viewed by billions of people around the world, but don't great moments happen whether you're watching or not, or whether anyone's watching or not, I mean, watching what you're doing? And I would say yes. And to me, a great moment starts each day when I make my bed. It continues when I eat my breakfast and take my supplements in the morning. It continues when I keep my household nice and clean and I'm you know, putting the dishes away and washing the dishes and unstacking the dishwasher and um, you know, vacuuming and doing all those things. Why? Because it's the standard that I hold myself to. It continues when I'm recording my podcasts every day. I record two podcasts every single day. And that requires dedication and focus. But I do it because, again, that's an important part for me to be successful. I do my workouts three times a week, scheduling them, sticking to my schedule, doing my pre-workout supplementation, doing my post-workout supplementation, making sure I'm consuming enough water throughout the day. Again, incredibly important for my mental health, also great for my body and what I'm working towards. What am I working towards? Achieving a better body this year than last year. What does that look like? It's four to six kilos bigger in muscle and it's a reduced body fat. 
That's what it looks like. All of these things, I add up to being more and more successful. And it doesn't have to be viewed by anyone because all of those things that I said aren't really seen by anyone. I mean, I don't have to, uh, you know, post photos on, um, you know, on the web to show this is what I look like. I'm doing it for me. I will post some photos because I hope that it inspires people to make changes so that they can bring out the best version of the self, of themselves. It's not an ego thing. It's about so I can help more people. And to me, that's, that's the important thing. That's why I'm here to do what I do. And so I hope you can relate this to your own existence and how you can raise your own performance and use these great moments so that you can become the best version of you and know that you can't just wake up one day and expect you to have a, a really great moment that's going to be viewed by billions of people and that makes you feel good, okay? Because that moment only lasts for a moment. It's what you do every day that makes a difference forever. And that's why I like making my bed every day because it sets me up for success right from the beginning. That's what's important. And then you build on that momentum from there. You create this great energy and this great work ethic. And I used to think I worked hard, but it wasn't until probably three years ago where I said, man, I know I think I've been working hard, but I don't know what hard is yet. So I need to work harder. So I keep learning every day. That's how we bring the best version of ourselves forward. So wherever you are in the world, stay safe, be good, be kind to everybody around you and yourself. See you tomorrow.